Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer, and I'm back today with, as discussed, a little coffee talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. Now, I did say that I was going to release this episode on a Saturday, and it is now Sunday. Uh, what happened is that I did have coffee uh, yesterday morning, and then I talked to myself into staying in bed and just watching the show um, and taking notes and then continuing to stay in bed and talk to nobody about it. Okay, so I'm back. Okay, I I, I'm sorry that it's a day late. But here I am to talk about New Jersey. Uh, Only New Jersey today. So it'll be probably a mini episode. But let's just jump right in. Okay, we're back in Ireland. The ladies are leaving a dinner where (laughs) they they like, I think that they were at a Thai restaurant in Ireland. And they ordered margarita pizzas. Did they not order margarita pizzas at a Thai restaurant in Ireland? Like, you could take the tomatoes out of New Jersey, but they will still end up on a margarita pizza, okay? Um, But the ladies, you know, it's post-dinner. We're in the Sprinter van. Melissa is apparently drunk and horny. She makes this comment about, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to drunk dial my ex. And Teresa says something like, her ex. You know, Teresa does her like, I love when Teresa is like, I love, 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 love. And she's like all happy and stuff. And then she'll make that like kind of nasty, angry Teresa face. It's just so, it's so real. I love it when she does that. But she says in the confessional, Melissa seems a little sauced, which I thought I had to rewind like twice because I thought she said Melissa seems a little sus. (laughs) And then I giggled at the thought that Teresa is using like Gen Z language because of her daughter. It's like Melissa seems sus. <laughs> okay. Low key, Melissa, she seems sus. That's what I thought she said. Anyway, the next morning at the castle, the ladies are slowly rising and meeting for breakfast. And we're going to meet Paul's, Polly's mom and sister in law and niece. And I just have to point out how odd this is. Like, So Dolores is putting this trip together as allegedly Teresa's bachelorette trip. Okay, (laughs) so many questions there. But also she's like, oh, Ireland is like the most beautiful country I've ever been in. And Polly showed me there. 
And so we're going to go because I'm going to show you the country that my boyfriend of like less than a year has shown me. Okay, but he's not even here. Like, I find it so strange that like we're in Paul's country and we're seeing it through Dolores's eyes. Like, I just find it so strange, like even his family showing up and like meeting the rest of the girls. Paul's not even here. Like, it was just so strange. And they literally seemed like they were there for, like, 30 minutes. Like, they got <laughs> got driven into this castle. They had to do the scene, and then they left. Honestly, they could have just been actors. Like, I, I don't know who these people are. And I don't know why we're spending time with them, especially because Paul has been part of this season for, what, three minutes? A total of three minutes? This man doesn't even have confessional. Like... I just found it to be so strange. I mean, the family seems lovely. They make jokes about, you know, mothers-in-law calling their <laughs> their daughters-in-law whores. <laughs> we all have a laugh over it, I guess. And Teresa says something like, Melissa was always great with my parents, even when they called her names. <laughs> I was like, you guys are a weird family. These are things these are not things that you say out loud. And I understand why you guys have so many problems. But Danielle becomes emotional when Paul's sister is like speaking highly of Paul. And we see this like throughout the episode of any time something comes up with family that Danielle just like becomes really, really emotional. I mean, I guess whatever. It's a really random scene with Paul's family. It's random. I bet it's nice. It's funny, I guess. But it just was so strange. They go to Teresa's hen party where they actually go and play with hens. I mean, I think that they just take things too, like New Jersey, the New Jersey cast takes things too literally. These are people who don't know what anti-Semitic means, okay? Like we can't, we can't be having (laughs) these people be in charge of anything, but they go to actually play with hens for Teresa's hen party and Also, I just want to point out the fact that they say that Dublin is a bachelorette party capital of the world. And I have to ask, where and how? Where and how have you seen that? Who has ever heard of that? It might be like a maybe a frat destination because of all the beer. But like who is what what bachelorettes are going to Ireland? Why? It's I'm sure it's lovely. It's beautiful. It's actually, I would love, 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 love. In the words of Teresa, I would love to go to Ireland. I actually would like to go. It's a dream of mine to go with my brother, Raheel, and my cousin, Aisha. And we're going to go to Ireland and we're going to drive through the country and listen to the Cranberries and the Coors and Ed Sheeran (laughs) and the Braveheart soundtrack. I know that's Scotland. Don't start with me, but we're going to do it. We really, oh, of course, you too. We're going to listen to you too. My point is, I would love to go to Ireland. I would love it. But I would not go there for a bachelorette party. And I don't know what women are going for a bachelorette party, except for this cast. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And then somebody, I think it's Margaret that keeps saying what happens in Ireland stays in Ireland. I was like, except it doesn't because you're on a nationally televised reality TV show. But all right, whatever. Anyway. They go to this farm to do activities. A man named Peter, who is a farmhand, shows up with a drill in his hand. (laughs) Why does he have a drill in his hand? And he asks him to play a game called Catch the Cock. 
Um, there's a lot of squealing and screaming. Honestly, I don't care. Then they do a painting activity. And guys, is this not the jankiest thing you have ever seen in your life? I mean, it's <laughs> it's bizarre. It is strange. What is this? Okay. What is this, honey, in the words of NeNe Leakes? What are we watching? But Teresa gets emotional because they're going to do painting of her life story. And she gets sad because she said she doesn't want the jail. She's like, please, I don't want to see anything about prison as part of my life story. And I don't know. It's interesting. Like, you know, Teresa for years didn't even say that she went to jail. Like, she never talked about it. And yes, even in this, she says, I don't want that to be a part of my life story. It's something I wish not to talk about. But she still is talking about it. Like, she's explaining why she doesn't want to talk about it, right? Which is like, I guess the therapy is working because it's a step up from like years and years of Teresa just not talking about it. Um, but she starts to cry. And then Paul, the farmhand, uh, replaces the drill with the puppy and brings her over a puppy to play with <laughs> so that she can feel better, which I guess is cute. Uh, the, the, the ladies show what she, they worked on and Melissa forces some tears with her little stick figures and Italian flag. Uh, okay. She makes Teresa cry too, which is surprising. I was like, nobody's going to cry seeing this corny little picture. But then I was like, okay, they're both kindergartners. Kindergartner sees kindergartner and makes kindergartner cry over kindergartner pictures. Um, Jen, <laughs> Jen Aiden, I, I like I just I thought about what all the pictures were like Marge and Danielle did like uh, all of Teresa's best selling pictures. I think Jackie did the Montville house. Um, did she draw the angel wings? I'm not sure. Uh, I think um, uh, Dolores, Dolores did the um, Patterson Falls, which is funny to me guys if you're from New Jersey there's like this Patterson Falls where we grew up one time I had relatives visit me from um from Florida and they were there with like their baby and they were there for a different event but their whole thing was like we want to do stuff like we want to do sightseeing in New Jersey now listen I think New Jersey is lovely I love this state okay low-key one of the best states to live in okay secret it's a secret nobody knows it like we are in abortion safe haven we're a reproductive rights safe haven we are a trans safe haven we are like we are a great state to live in despite our very high taxes but it's a great place to live however if somebody came to new jersey and said i like to do sightseeing in new jersey the max you're gonna get is like ellis island which is technically in new jersey like you could go see the statue of liberty okay you could go to like various waterfronts in like Edgewater or like Jersey City to see the skyline. Lovely. But like you're not doing sightseeing, okay? But they said, we're going to go check out the waterfalls in Patterson. And I was like, what? <laughs> they were like, yeah, there's like a castle and a waterfall in Patterson. And I was like, I don't think it's what you think it is. It is not. Patterson, New Jersey is like a little urban area. Like it's not a, it's not a, like, I, yes, there are Patterson Falls and there is an old castle there, but it is not the castle that the ladies are used to in Ireland. Okay. Like it is just an old building. Um, and yes, there are falls, but I, 
I don't know if there's dead bodies there. Like, I don't. So it just cracked me up that Dolores put Patterson Falls. It's like, this is where we grew up. <laughs> like, if you don't know Patterson Falls and you see Patterson Falls in like a janky little like kindergarten drawing, maybe you would think that it's a nice place. But it is not. Um, and then, of course, of course, Jennifer Aiden, my queen, made this picture of <laughs> of Teresa flipping a table. And I just love that Jennifer keeps it real. OK, let's be honest. Teresa flipping a table put her on the map. OK, she is one of the most iconic women of reality television from flipping that table. Real Houses of New Jersey may not be what it is if it wasn't for Teresa Judice flipping a table. OK, it's true. It's an iconic and hilarious picture. But I just love that, like, Teresa was like, don't put anything, like, negative. I want it to be, like, all positive things, like, happy moments of my life. And Jennifer literally drew a picture of Teresa losing her shit. (laughs) I love her. Um, Somehow, when Teresa sees the picture, we're back to, like, Teresa and Melissa sort of arguing. Like, Teresa says something about how she wants all all of Joe and... Melissa there, she's thinking about how she wants, like, the kids to walk down with, like, her kids. And Jennifer says, are you putting them in your wedding? Is that what you're doing? And Teresa's like, no, I'm not. I just, like, want everybody there. And I don't know. It's very confusing. But um, Melissa's like, I won't accept it. And I don't want to be used as props in the last minute. And it's interesting because, like, now I, I suddenly realize something. Like, I know why Melissa and Joe have been so weird this entire season. And it is related to this Margaret and her arsenal and Laura shit, right? Like, I believe that when Laura and Margaret had a falling out, likely Margaret gave Melissa a heads up to say, by the way, Laura is going to go around talking shit. And Laura knows this thing about you, whether or not it's true or not, whatever. Laura knows this rumor about you and she's likely going to go and tell Teresa and Jen and they are probably going to bring it up on camera so this entire season there's like a couple of different things that are happening right like one you had the reunion where things obviously did not really go well for Teresa and Joe Gorga then you have them filming again soon after and Teresa is trying to be friendly with them just for the sake of camera time And Melissa's probably like, I'm not fucking playing these games with you. But I also think that Melissa is coming in sort of on the defensive of I'm not going to try to like be buddies with you if I know that you're probably going to bring this thing up on camera. And I think that's what like Melissa is being so like Melissa and Joe are being so weird about like they're like, oh, um, you're not going to get to like pretend like we're all hunky dory. I also think that's why Joe Gorga has been avoiding his sister because he probably doesn't want this to come up on camera. Um, obviously it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the more you try to avoid a thing, the higher the chances are that it's going to probably happen, um, indirectly because you forced it to happen. But I think that that's probably one of the reasons why Melissa and Joe have been so weird about like, you know, just about spending time with Teresa and Louie. They also don't want to be a part of the wedding only to be on camera, which I understand. 
But I also think like if we go back, if we think about what Margaret says at the end, right, which is that if you never forgive and forget, then you're going to be stuck in this place with your siblings for the rest of your life. She says it to Danielle. But it's true for Teresa and Melissa. Teresa is trying to forgive and forget and like move on. But Melissa and Joe are butthurt from jump. They're upset about the fact that they are not front and center in the story, in the love story of Teresa and Louis. They're mad about it. And they obviously are feeling, you know, some sort of like a private experience because of the fact that they weren't defensive of Teresa and Louis last season. They didn't really do what Teresa would have likely wanted them to do. They didn't show loyalty in Teresa's eyes. And Joe knows that because Joe probably has the same level of st- or standard of loyalty that he expects from his sister. So they both know that they did each other dirty, both the siblings. And that's why they are being so like weird about it with each other. But they're not going to talk about it because it would have to um, include them admitting that they fucked up and the Gorgas, I don't think, are capable of doing that. And when I say Gorgas, I mean Melissa, Joe, and Teresa. Because Teresa is a Gorga after all. Anyway, uh, they they eat um, at a picnic table. And Teresa tells us that Bill is now in the wedding because obviously Jen is in the wedding. And they've she says, you know, they've been so supportive of her. And that's why. And then she says, because I don't really have a lot of family. And I'm like, oh, Teresa, there you go. There you go. That's this is the problem with you guys. Like Joe Gorga is like, I don't have a sister anymore, but I'm also going to avoid my sister. And Teresa's like, I don't have family and I need my family to be supportive. But also your family's right there and you're telling them that they don't exist, you know. Um, Anyway, Melissa's upset, whatever, who cares? But Danielle gets emotional and she says this is all very eerily similar. And she says, listen, I know that things aren't great and you guys are fighting, but at least you're talking to each other. Like, at least you're in the same room as each other. So, like, get over it. Put your guards down and just, like, move on, you know? Um, Then the girls jump in mud, which I said, fuck off. Honestly, what the hell is this? No fucking way. No way. What the hell is this? Jumping in mud? You have got to be fucking kidding me right now. I know you are fucking lying that you made me come to this beautiful country and then you made me run around where it likely smells like shit because farms don't smell good eat at a picnic table and then jump in mud go fuck yourself but they look like they have a great time (laughs) i will say this they get over it but i was like the fuck is this what is this jen says that Teresa's not a she's a she's an old school person so she wouldn't have wanted like cocks and stuff in her face Like, she wouldn't want dancers and men. I was like, maybe a drag queen? But maybe Teresa's one of those. Uh, Let's be honest. Teresa and Jennifer Aiden seem like the type of women that would be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, drag queens, like, I just feel weird about it. (laughs) I'm not saying they're Lydia dressed as, um, you know, Lydia dressed as Charlie Chaplin in the OC. But I do get the sense that Jennifer Aiden and Teresa maybe wouldn't be down with drag queens. Right? I feel like it. I think we can all agree that that's probably the case. Anyway, um, let's see what happens. They all go back to the castle with their nasty ass mud bodies and they get ready for dinner and a whiskey tasting. And Danielle does her, she calls her husband and she has a very like mom pick me up from the sleepover conversation with her husband. She's upset about the fact that Rachel and Marge have come at her. 
right? This, this during this trip. Um, Margaret calls Joe and Lexi and talks about Teresa's wedding and how Bill is in it. And let's be honest, Margaret does the exact same thing that Jennifer does. Margaret does this thing where she goes around on camera every single season, has multiple conversations with her husband and her assistant and her house of staff about things that are going on in the group. And then those things spread. And then she's like, what? I was just talking to people. And then it's like now this season she's mad about the fact that people are repeating things about her. You do the exact same thing to people that you are complaining people are doing to you. Margaret, this is why nobody likes you, or at least why I don't like her. Anyway, they all sit down at the whiskey tasting, and Margaret asks Melissa how she's feeling, and Melissa says she feels sad for Joe because look at us now. We used to be a family, and now we're not. I don't give a fuck. I'm not really sure what we're looking at, honestly. What are we looking at? You were on a trip with your sister-in-law. You guys are just jumping in mud together. She was holding her vagina. What am I looking at? What are you sad about? I know what you're sad about. You're sad about the fact that your husband has been avoiding his sister for the entire season and not talking to his sister for the entire season. Whenever she invites him to a thing, he doesn't fucking show up. You're showing up and your sister-in-law is showing up and her fiance is showing up and your husband is not because your husband is butt hurt. So yeah, you can be sad for him, but like, Sad for him about the fact that he's doing this to himself, honestly. And again, Margaret stirring the pot. Like, Teresa's not there at dinner. So Margaret takes that opportunity to be like, are you sad, Melissa? Let's talk about your feelings. Shut up. And, okay, I was listening to um, – uh, everybody should listen to, obviously, Kendrick's podcast, Reality and Comics too. I was listening to it with Donnie from Know That. He was on it. And he said something really interesting, which is that there is – Stuff that happens on camera for the purpose of it actually just happening on camera, right? Like that's when we love it when things just happen to come up on camera. It's exciting and fun and you're like, damn, I can't believe the cameras caught it. And then there are things that happen on camera for the purpose of the reality TV show. And what Margaret has been doing this entire season and honestly the entire time she's been on the show is doing things for the purpose of a reality TV show. Of course, I love it because it gives us something to fight about, but it's very intentional what Margaret is doing and it takes the fun out of it. It does. It takes the fun out of it because it's like you're just, you're producing now. It's like a Giselle thing, you know, you're producing and it's not fun. Anyway, back in New Jersey, uh, we get a scene at, a husband scene, okay, we're at Margaret's tacky ass house and it's for Frank Catania's weed tasting. Um, Joe Benigno is stirring up shit you know, on behalf of his wife with Joe Gorga because he tells him that Bill is now in the wedding and Joe Gorga's like, oh, bro, you're an afterthought. Okay, <clears throat> listen, if Bill and Jennifer were asked to be in the wedding because Dina and her husband could no longer be in the wedding, then let them fill the spot. What the fuck is it to you? Like, Joe Gorga is so weird about like, you had to think about me from the beginning and you because you did it, I'm going to hold it against you for the rest of my life. Okay, then be mad then be fucking mad and move on. Like, oh, you didn't think about me. I'm an, you're an afterthought. I'm an afterthought. Like, how could you do that? And like, I think fucking Barney from Simpsons looking ass, John, what is John Fuda? He says something like, if you didn't ask me in the beginning of the wedding, that book is, that door is closed. I'm moving on. Bro, nobody's asking you to be part of anything except for the cast of the Simpsons, you cartoon ass looking motherfucker. Okay, get away from me. 
Joe, John Fuda, John Fuda, Joe Fuda. I don't know. Barney from The Simpsons is what I'll call him. Anyway, also, can we talk about the fact that like the weed tasting is dumb because they're acting like they don't smoke pot. They're acting like it's brand new. Okay, this is stupid and cheesy. But also the fact that Margaret called Jennifer a drug addict for smoking pot. And here she is hosting a weed tasting at her house or her husband is. Fuck off, Jen. I mean, sorry. Fuck off, Margaret. This is why I hate you. Anyway, Joe Gorga's pretending to be high and says something like, you know, my sister's in Ireland and she brought up my my daughter, my daughter. And like, I don't raise my kids like that. I don't raise them with like hate in their heart. You and your wife have been on your podcast and all over social media and on TV talking cash money shit about your sister and her fiance. But you think that doesn't create hate in the hearts of your children? What are you talking about? You idiot. I don't know. I don't care about these men, honestly. Anyway, back in Ireland, the whiskey tasting starts and Jen Aiden gets lit before dinner. They do their last dinner, last night together, pleasantries. And Danielle is in here for the fakery, okay? She says to Margaret and Rachel, like, where do I stand with you? And in a shocking turn of events, Melissa Gorga defends Danielle against her own friend Rachel and Margaret, which I think is a point for Melissa Gorga. But she's making a lot of sense. Like, the person that Margaret should be mad at is Jennifer and Teresa. Why are you just getting mad at Danielle? Okay, like Danielle is, Danielle is saying Laura is telling everybody all this crazy stuff that Margaret has told everybody about her. Does that make sense? Yes. Danielle, all she said is, Margaret has a friend who went and told everybody that Margaret keeps an arsenal of information about everybody to launch on them. She collects information. She finds out stuff about them. But we know that to be true. I'm not sure what she's mad about. Like, Danielle said that Jennifer and Margaret told her that Laura told them that Margaret keeps an arsenal of information about people. But we know that's true. We know that that's true. When that first season, when Jennifer and Margaret were on together, I think Jennifer's first season, when Margaret says something like, did I hit a nerve about her husband being in the pool, sleeping in the pool house or whatever? Or like about Bill cheating on her. Margaret said, even like last season, that when she made that comment, she had already known that Bill had had an affair. Because that's what Margaret does. She has people who know people who find out information about her castmates so that she can use that information against them. We know that to be true. And Margaret's like, you guys are obsessed with me, she says to Jennifer. But Jen's like, I'm not obsessed with you. I just know this to be true about you. And Danielle says something which makes a lot of sense, which is you blew up uh, Jen's marriage on TV. You blew up her shit on TV. Even if Laura didn't go around telling people all this stuff about you, I know this to be true. Danielle, all she said to Rachel was, I'm watching my back because I do think that Danielle, I do think that Margaret is somebody that you have to be careful with, which again, she has proven this to be true. She has proven this to be true. I don't understand what Margaret is upset about, that people are calling you for the piece of shit shit sir that you are. Okay, call a spade a spade. I don't understand. But um, Danielle says that you can, you know, she can forgive you. Sorry, guys. Clearing my throat. Danielle says 
you can forgive, but you can't forget. Okay. And Margaret says, this is why you're going to have problems with your family for the rest of your life. You're a fucking nasty ass bitch, Margaret. You are such a nasty ass bitch that even your buddies, Jen Fessler, Rachel Fuda, even Melissa are like, that's not nice. That's a fucked up thing to say. Why the fuck would you say that? You would say that because you're not a nice person. You are a nasty, nasty person, Margaret. Exactly what Danielle said about you is true. That you are somebody that I have to be careful around. Just because you changed Danielle's logo for some reason or offered to make her a new logo like fucking Alex McCord did for Bethany Frankel in like season two or three of Roni doesn't mean that Danielle owes anything to you. She's like, I was nothing but nice to you. And now you're going around saying that I have to be you have to be careful around me. Yeah, bro, we've watched you on TV. This lady has watched you on TV. Your own friends had said, oh, Margaret is the person you have to be really careful around. Dolores has said it. Jackie has said it. Melissa has everybody has said it. And now your ex-best friend Laura is saying it. Your podcasters that were in your pocket before are going online and saying it. What are you mad about? (laughs) But what I do think is funny is when Margaret loses her shit and then she's wrong. She's loud and wrong. She's walking into the Jennifer Aiden camp, right? Of like, you think that you're so cool and calm and collect. She's trying to do this like almost Moira Rose type thing in her confessional work. She's trying to be like a fabulous older woman who like has gay friends. Like she's trying, I wish I was catching different kinds of cock. Like shut up, Margaret. You're trash from Florida. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking loser. I can't stand Margaret, honestly. I'm biased and I don't care. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Next episode, we get a call from Juicy Joe. Um, What else happens? I don't really know. And I don't really care, I guess. But I do care. I'm hopefully going to try to get some other people to come on the podcast and talk to me about Jersey because I do think that Jersey is an interesting show to watch if you are laughing. It does make me laugh, okay? It makes me laugh when I see Margaret lose her shit. It makes me laugh to watch people be loud and wrong. It does. But I'm over Teresa and I'm over Melissa. Like, don't come to the wedding. Obviously... You're get you Margaret's right. You're going to have problems for the rest of your life, guys, if you forgive but don't forget, which Melissa and Joe Gorga are incapable of forgiving and forgetting. They will never forget. And neither will Teresa. And that's why we got to call it a wrap. Um and also this is a wrap on this episode. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I will be back later on uh during this week to talk about pop culture, succession, Summer House, Vanderpump Rules. I think Atlanta comes back tonight. Does Atlanta come back tonight? I'm not sure. But if it does, I'll be talking about Atlanta and her hot sons of New Jersey. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.